What's up, y'all? So today on episode 10 of the Justin Crocker Show, I'm going to be talking about Monday Night Football coming up, but I'm also going to be talking about Deion Sanders and Colorado football just going nuts so far. And I'm also going to be talking about Bryce Young and his struggling, and I'm also going to be giving my early Super Bowl prediction. That's next. What's up, everybody? I know I've been gone for about two weeks. I had to take a little break, but I am back. And this is episode 10 of the Justin Crockett Show. Can y'all believe it? Episode 10. And today I am solo, solo, solo dolo. Um, solo dolo today, just me. Um, but we do got some great topics to talk about. But before I get to that, if you guys noticed, um, my YouTube channel is now called Justin TV. And that's what I'm sick with, Justin TV. And I think it's a pretty good name. Let me know what you guys think about the name. I don't know. Before I get started with these great topics we have, make sure you guys tell your mom and sister, your brother about this channel so they can be supporting the channel as well. Make sure you support the channel just by hitting that subscribe button and giving it a like so that way YouTube knows it's a good video and channel. So let's get into my Monday Night Football predictions. Here we go. So Monday night, we're going to have a double header. Double header. First, we have the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. And then we have the Rams versus the Bengals. So let's go to the Eagles versus Buccaneers first. Let me talk about that. Let me give you my prediction of that game. Eagles versus Buccaneers. Now let me just say this. Baker Mayfield has been playing out of his mind. Literally out of his mind. Been playing great for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have actually surprisingly been a pretty dang on good team. They started 2-0. And I got to say, I did not see that coming for the Buccaneers. I did not see it coming. But surprisingly... They're true no. But then they're going against the Eagles, who are also true no, of course, Super Bowl runner up. So the way I see this game going, I see the Eagles defense pressuring Baker Mayfield. I don't see Baker Mayfield playing as good as he did the first two weeks. I think the Eagles defense kind of rattles him a little bit. But I do see the Buccaneers defense not having such a good game against Jalen Hurts. I see Jalen Hurts, who hasn't had the best stats in the two games so thus far this season I do see Jalen Hurts getting back on track and playing how he was playing last year I do see him getting back on track and having a pretty dang going good game see throwing to AJ Brown throwing to um Devontae Smith all his weapons using all of them and I do see that um the running back Swift also getting um getting some carries a little bit but I don't see in Swift I don't see Swift having the game like he had last week but I do I do see the Eagles offense being pretty dang on good through the air um just because the Buccaneers are a little bit a little bit banged up they've always been banged up in their secondary for the most part um but I but one thing that does worry me that Buccaneers offense who has a bunch of weapons. But like I said, I, I don't see Beckham Mayfield going. So I do have this game probably being closer than it should be because the Buccaneers are playing kind of out of their mind right now, along with Beckham Mayfield. So I have the Eagles winning by... Eagles winning by three. All right, so the next Monday Night Football game is going to be the Rams versus the Bengals. Now, the Bengals have the 
question of whether is Joe Burrow playing is not Joe Burrow playing. I think that will kind of sway my picks if Joe Joe Burrow if Joe Burrow's playing and if Joe, Joe Burrow's not playing. But I will say that Rams, the Rams, have been looking pretty dang gone good the first two games. They are one and one. Rams looking pretty dang gone good. They got that rookie wide receiver who's playing out of his mind, who has that great connection with Matthew Stafford. I think that's going to continue. I think that Rams offense is going to put up some numbers in this game. And um, on the Bengals side of it, no Joe Burrow. I'm going to predict that Joe Burrow probably doesn't play. He kind of sits this one out just just to be on the safe side, perhaps. Um, But I guess if Joe Burrow does play, I do see him being limited somewhat. I think either way, if Joe Burrow does play or doesn't play, I do think the Rams are going to take this game by three points. (laughs) By three points. I just don't see the Bengals playing well enough to win this game. The Bengals have not, they're 0-2. They have not played well the first two weeks. They've been kind of out of it. I don't know what's going on with them, but I think they will turn around. But I think they should sit Joe Burrow this game, let him rest. And, yeah, they're going to lose to the Rams, though. Now it's time to get into my Super Bowl prediction, or should I say my early Super Bowl prediction, that I will revisit once Super Bowl comes around. I'm going to revisit this exact video and replay it just to see if I was right or wrong. But in my early Super Bowl predictions, the teams I have going, I'm going to start with the NFC. Now the NFC, man, I think it's the NFC championship game. It's going to come down to the Cowboys and 49ers. And I do see the 49ers beating the Cowboys. So the first team I have going to the Super Bowl is going to be the 49ers representing the NFC. Now, in the AFC, it's going to be a tricky one because um, you got all those good teams, but those teams are not playing as well as I thought they would. You know, some teams like the Bills, like the Chargers are not playing as well as I thought they would be at this point in time. But I do see the AFC championship game come, coming down between the Ravens and the Chiefs. And I do see the Ravens taking that win against the Chiefs. So the Ravens are going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. So it's going to be Ravens versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl, y'all. And with that game, with the Ravens and 49ers game, man, it's going to be, this is going to be a good game. But I do see that 49ers defense being too much for Lamar Jackson and company to handle Lamar would do his best and run around, do his best to win the game for the Ravens. But I see Brock Purdy, um, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and that 49ers defense winning the Super Bowl this year by, I'm going to go by 10. 49ers win by 10 against the Ravens in the Super Bowl. And that's my Super Bowl prediction. Let me know who you think is going to the Super Bowl this year down in the comments. And let me know what you think about my prediction of who's going to the Super Bowl down in the comments as well. All right, next, let me just... <sighs> next topic is a topic that I really, really don't want to talk about, but I'm going to have to talk about it because it is one of my one of my teams, man, my team. My team, the Panthers, who are 0-2, have been struggling. 
so has the number one overall pick in Bryce Young. So that leads me to say, or leads me to ask this question to you guys, and I'm going to answer it for myself. What the heck is wrong with Bryce Young? Now, to me, what I think is wrong with Bryce Young, I think one, I think, well, actually, there's three. There's three things I think that's probably a problem with Bryce Young. Number one, I think that it's the play calling. Number one, it's the play calling. I know this is a new offense for Bryce, for the wide receivers as well, for everybody involved in this offense. It's a new offense. But for it to be that pedestrian, to look that bad, it does come down to play calling somewhat from Frank Wright. I think if you are Frank Wright, I think you have to give the play calling duties up to your offensive coordinator, who you brought in, who you brought in to call plays. You have to let him do that. It's time to give it up, Frank, right? Because it, it I don't know. I just don't know. I, I just don't know. But the play calling is atrocious. I know I'm going to get to my second point, but my second point does go along with the first point in which the second point is these wide receivers cannot get separation. And that does have something to do with the play calling. You have to call plays and scheme these wide receivers open because clearly none of these wide receivers can get open on their own with the exception of probably Adam Phelan somewhat, but he's an older Adam Phelan. You can't rely on him all the freaking time. You know, he's not a game buster or anything, but man, these wide receivers cannot get separations. And so you have to scheme these wide receivers open since that's the case. And the thing I see going on is that they're not doing that on offense. They're not scheming these wide receivers open. They're not taking any deep shots or anything. And that, is, to me, that's not helping Bryce at all. I think just let it go. Let Bryce go. Let him, let him learn. Let him take those deep shots. Like, just let him do it. It is not going to, to do anything if he just, being conservative, checking the ball down, you know. But Paycon has to be better. These wide receivers have to be better as well. And, of course, the protection, O-line has to be better as well to protect Bryce so that way he has time to throw the ball. And the main point and the main reason why, why I think Bryce Young is struggling and what's wrong with Bryce pretty much, I think – Bryce is inside his own head somewhat. I think this game, of course, is going to be different coming from the college to the the pros. I just think that Bryce is in his own head and he's thinking too much out there probably. And he's trying to be conservative so that he doesn't turn the ball over. And he doesn't want to, and, and it does somewhat mean that he doesn't want to take those deep shots because he's scared that the ball might get intercepted or or whatnot. And I can see that because why would you? These receivers are not getting separation, so it is kind of hard to just let it rip, so to speak. 
But I think if you're Bryce, you have to let you have to you have to let that ball rip, man, because that's the only way you're going to learn. And I know you're having a bad rookie season so far, but so did Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had an awful rookie season, y'all. And look how Peyton Manning turned out. So there is hope for Bryce. There is hope for Bryce, though. He does have flashes of where he he does look good. He does look like the number one overall pick. He does have a lot of flashes. I think he's going to be fine overall, though, but he just has to get his own head. The wide receivers have to get on better wide receivers. The play calling has, has to be better um, to help with not having the greatest wide receivers. That It just has to be better unless you can get Bryce Young this year, some good wide receivers, which I don't see happening. I don't know what wide receivers out there that you can get to even help, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. So it's going to be a year to, you know, or off season to even, to even help Bryce Young at the wide receiver position. Um, but, and also if you guys didn't know, Bryce Young is currently hurt with an ankle injury. Probably they sent out to one to two weeks or so. Um, so Andy Dalton will be starting against the Seahawks. Um, I do think Andy Dalton will probably play a little bit better in the system since Andy Dalton's a veteran. I think Andy, you'll see him probably take some deep shots. Um, hopefully this offense um, with Bryce sitting down for a couple, a week or two, um, I think it's good for him for Bryce to be sitting a week or two, ankle injury or not. <laughs> I think it's good for him to just sit down look at Andy Dalton and see how it is to be the number one QB on a team, the leader of the team. So the fact that Bryce has to sit down and learn will only help him, only help him these either one or two weeks or so. Bryce is going to be fine. I believe, I think he's going to be better when he comes back, you know, sitting out and learning from Andy Dalton. So, Shout out to Bryce Young. You're going to get better, man. Just just relax. Take it all in. Take it all in. You're going to get better. Don't listen to these critics out here. I still believe in Bryce. So let me know what you guys think. Do you guys still believe in Bryce Young yourself? Do you think Bryce is in over his head? Or do you think it's like the Peyton Manning syndrome? You know, Peyton Manning does have a great start his rookie season, but he did get better. Do you think that's going to happen with Bryce? Let me know down in the comments. All right. All right. And now the topic that's like been trending all everywhere. Let's talk about Deion Sanders and the Colorado college football team. Y'all, y'all look after recording this video, the Colorado college football team is currently three and oh, okay. They're about to play Oregon. Okay. Now to me, this team has shocked a couple people, especially TCU. Shocked TCU, beat TCU, they were an underdog. Then they went and beat Nevada as the underdog. Then Colorado State did give them did give them a little sh a scare. They give them a scare, but they end up beating Colorado State in two overtimes. And let me just say Before I talk about them going against Oregon, if you're not believing in this Colorado college football team, then you are insane. What Deion Sanders is doing at Colorado is un.
heard of to come in in your first year and take a team that was literally won one game last year. They won one game. And then this year, they, they nobody, nobody believed that this team was even going to win three games. So for them to be 3-0, as we... As I'm speaking to you guys, is amazing. And they are defining the odds, game in, game out, so far. And I believe, I believe, man, if you're not a believer right now, then you're crazy. And now, for this Colorado team going against Oregon, it's going to be a test. But... That offense with Shador Sanders, Shador looks like a number one overall pick at the QB position. He is the truth. Shador is the truth. This kid is definitely going to go in the first round whenever he decides to go to the NFL. Like, he is that guy. Like, I want him to be my quarterback today. Like, I want him as the Panthers quarterback today. If I had the chance to get Shador, if Bryce Young did, doesn't pan out, I'm going with Shador. He is that. He's that. He's that dude. He's a dog, man. He's a leader. You can just see it. He wants to win. He has that swagger like his daddy. But that offense is just cooking with him, and then you got those wild receivers, the, those playmakers you got, and then of course Travis Hunter. Can't say enough about Travis Hunter. Hope he's healing up well. He is going to be out for three to four weeks. So that kind of sucks because Travis Hunter is not going to be there for Oregon or USC. But with the, even without Travis Hunter, I do believe Colorado does have a chance to beat Oregon and USC. Now, Colorado against Oregon coming up. This game, I think... Either way this game goes, whether Colorado wins or Colorado loses, I still think Colorado will be in the thick of the college football playoffs if they win out. You know, because that USC game is going to be in Colorado. So it, it might be a tough game. They might get blown out at USC. And that would be that would have made them and then if they lose against Oregon that means they'll be 3-2 and two. but let me tell y'all something Here, here's what I think Colorado and Oregon like I said this is being taped before the game but I do think Colorado and what Deion Sanders is doing down there I think Colorado being a 21 point underdog against Oregon, I believe Colorado is going to beat Oregon. I believe Colorado is going to beat Oregon. 100%. I do. Uh, uh, by, by three or seven. One of those. But I think Colorado is going to pull off, pull off the upset. Uh, it's going to be, they're going to have to play perfect just about to pull it off the upset. I don't think that defense is, is good enough. Colorado defense is, is not good enough. They, they're going to give up points, but I do believe Colorado's offense is going to score points. So Colorado wins. But what I see 
them losing. I think they're going to give USC a run for the money. You know, so I see them being Oregon, right? So I do see them pretty much losing to USC. I do. I do. Um, I do see them being a good game in Colorado, but I just think USC, that defensive front, the USC Trojans and Caleb Williams, it's just going to be too much for Colorado to handle. And that's going to be their one loss, which wouldn't be a bad loss at all. But I believe in Colorado. I believe in them. Low key, if they beat Oregon, I probably will will be like Colorado's win against USC. <laughs> to be, if I'm being realistic with you guys. But we'll see what happens. I do think if Colorado does does squeeze by Oregon and USC, they definitely going to be in a college football playoffs because you got to be talking about them in that conversation if they beat Oregon and USC. Because a lot of people right now saying, oh, Colorado hasn't played anybody. Now they're about to play two powerhouses, and we're going to see what happens. But I believe in Deion Sanders and what he's doing on there is one of the best co- best college coaching jobs I've ever seen. And I'm a believer. Let me know, guys, what do you guys think about Deion Sanders and the job he's doing in Colorado? Are you a believer or are you a hater? One of those. I don't believe her. Look, look, I don't know what nobody's told y'all, but... Colorado, they coming. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think in the comments, all right? All righty, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for clicking on this video. Make sure you check out some of my other videos on this channel. I got a lot. Got a lot for you on this channel. I talk about sports, movies, trending topics, you name it. Got some for everybody. All right. Make sure you tell your mom and sister, your brother about the channel. Also, if you're on the go, you can listen to me in podcast form. Just simply type in the Justin Crockett show. Also, make sure you don't miss the video by turning on the notification bell so you know when I post videos and also hit that subscribe button so you can be supporting the show and leave a like so you can know it's a good video. All right. Thank you guys for all you do. See you guys next time. Shout out to the 10 episodes. 10 episodes, y'all. 10 down, a lot to go. Thank you, guys. Peace out.